Hey, 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 YouTubers and friends, welcome to another Tuesday night hangout live. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Tonight, I have my good friend Rose Knows a Treasure uh, as my guest co-host, and we're very privileged tonight not to only just have Adam Brown and Jeremy with Rectin Recovery, we have Jeremy's Better Half, Candace, uh, Cat Toy Lady also joining us, and I'm sure she's quite a big part of exploring with Nug and Rect and Recovered. Um, so, with no more further to do, if that's the way it goes, uh, We'll be right back to get this party started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live. It's Tuesday Night Hangout Live. It's Tuesday Night Hangout Live. It's Tuesday Night Hangout Too soon. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, Better un unchecked my mute on my mic. <laughs> Welcome back, Rose, and welcome Jeremy, Adam, and Candace. Good to see you again. Hello, everybody in the live chat. David V.I., Tin Man, how you doing? Oh, one of the Ellsworth's daughters are saying hi, so no, no, don't delete that. Did I do that wrong? My I, I would allow that because that's that's oh, one of Carl uh, Ellsworth Carl's daughters. They have yeah. Autism. They're saying hello. They're Sorry, saying but... hello. They're great people. They came to a, one of our flash bashes and uh, excellent, excellent girls. But Oops, I didn't... It, it's okay. <laughs> Jeremy didn't mean it, girls. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Good day, mate. How you doing, Terry Marshall? All our Aussie friends, David Villa, Deb. Hello, hey Paul. Good to see you. Yeah, weather's gonna change here too, up in Northwest Ohio. Ohio. Um, Mr. Lodak, good to see you. Uh, Ellie, good to see Yukon Ellie in the room and saving the cabin. Hey, Candace yeah. is in there as saving the cabin. You know, that didn't click with me until <laughs> just now when I said hello back to you. It didn't click then until right now, Candace. Uh, yeah, we have too many. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't have it. We don't. 
Ooh, Earth yeah. Radio's on time, Ed. Huh? Earth Ra Radio is on time. I got I to gotta point it out. I'm just saying he's here on time. Okay, good job, Ronald. Good job. Good job. And Jeff, Bill, good to see you too. Janice Weber, good to see you. Welcome. Welcome to Tuesday Night Hangout Live, but this is your first time here. Um, we're going seven years coming up in June of this live broadcast. And um, we've had a good time through that seven years. So join the Flash fam. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. And don't forget to hit that like. Let the algorithm know we're here. Right, sis? Right. Lindsay <laughs> is sending hearts to everyone. Thank you, girl. Or Lacey. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Ellsworth. Sending hearts back. <laughs> neat so what is the plan tonight what you got going on why you know why i'm on tuesday nights ronald it's all your fault <laughs> uh say what i'll say what uh uh what's the point what's the plan what's going on what's the I, we got some questions i, we got, some I questions here. got you captive here i'm putting them live stream screen rows or full I got my, screen, so I got up down here. So every time I look down here, that's what I'm doing. So don't worry. Okay. Yeah, okay. get totally. chat up too. Let's see. Here we go. So I'm gonna start putting questions that we may not ask right away in the private chat, so we don't forget them. Uh, Deb wants to know. Deb Drain Drain Drain, and help me, Rose. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm not I'm not very good either. Let's just say Deb. Deb, Deb who was here Deb. last week and asked a lot of really great questions too. I just want oh, to point out. Right on, right on. Uh let me make it so they can see the questions also. Uh how's the boat coming along, Jeremy? <laughs> well, we actually I I we man, I tell you what, we it's coming along good. Yeah. Uh we got uh, thanks to a, a local boat mechanic here in town, you know he uh, he got us set up with a new motor on it, and uh, well, a refurbished motor, and it's so, a good one. Though. Yeah, so it runs good, steering's good, and uh, and then we recently got a lot of gifts from a couple viewers, and so we're currently in the process. Just started today, of uh, like completely covering this thing with spotlights. Uh, changing all the lights that are in it to LEDs because it's it's very dated. Yeah, so essentially, right. we're swapping with uh, you know new new up to date lighting. I don't think it's changed since the 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 seventies. <laughs> no, they parked this, and it was like twenty years. This thing just sat idle. So uh, yeah, it's definitely out of date. But I mean, we got a new switchboard. You know, we got we got all the sonar in it. It's definitely coming along. The biggest problem we have now. Is getting back in the boat after diving, so we're trying to figure that out. <clears throat> Would that be rectified with, you know, like, forgive me, like a ladder, or do you guys need something 
because your equipment's so heavy or well, yeah we need we, we need some kind of custom made ladder we're still trying to figure it out what uh, are you using right now as a ladder well the ladder we're using now is actually the ladder that came with this rv that we're living in <laughs> uh, there's a loft and that's where one of the kids sleep and it used to just have a ladder that goes up and we re we recently replaced it with this little staircase so the kids could get up a lot easier mm -hmm. so that ladder so it kind of works, but the angle is still off. So I I need him to grab me and pull the tank, or else I can't get yeah. over the hump. It's, it's a lot of weight that we're carrying. Yeah. Is it a matter of like getting out of the water and being light, and then like lifting up the first few steps, and it just you're not being able to lift that equipment out of the water? Yeah, because like the angle of the ladder is still like in in it's not out enough. And so, like, so you need a brace to tilt it out. Something make it an A shape against the. I, I don't I don't I don't know. And like, and it's just a ladder. We, if you're wearing fins, you can't climb up it. It's it's we have to. I, well, already... Bill Bill Marsh brought up something pretty good. Uh, could put like a swim platform mounted to the back of the boat to the to well, the stern I mean, of the boat. It's all gonna have or to be the bow stern bow. Yeah. <laughs> like a ladder would be simple but if we was going to get a platform or something we definitely yeah. have to get a custom fabrication you know get somebody that knows what they're doing with aluminum welding and stuff is it, it, it an aluminum hull boat is yeah. it all yeah. aluminum i think yeah, i've seen pictures of it it's pretty it's pretty nice um it already has like a di a mount a ladder mount where there was a dive ladder like the kind of we need it's pretty much just like a straight aluminum pipe with a bunch of T-bars. Um, so I'm already in talks with that. I already put a post out on Facebook like a week ago, and uh, a bunch of welders are like trying to, uh, wanting to help out. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, if we could, you know, the other boat we have, it's got that scuba diving seat on the front of it. And that thing was awesome. If we could figure out some way to have one of those made that you could flop over the side, that'd be pretty cool. Now, Tin Man Magnet Fishing has a pretty cool idea, too, and some of them could get some good speeds if needed, is a pontoon boat. And you could have hand crank winches and stuff on it, too. Or oh, even a motorized winch. Putting a winch, you know what I'm like. Yeah, we are thinking about putting a winch on our boat. Um, what you call me? <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Sorry, guys. If we found like something light that wouldn't tip the boat, like maybe a small motorcycle or or some tre treasure, and we can lift it up, or our or our gear, I guess, our BCs. Yeah, it's funny when I'm trying to get out of the water. Like I, I get to, I get two steps up, and then that last step, I can't do it. And like he has to grab me and like drag me over the boat. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know how we're gonna, if you it's a it's because you haven't dove off the boat yet. It's a temporary problem. It's temporary. We'll figure it out. Yeah, how are you gonna get his call butt over? I don't know. We've because I'm just never diving again. <laughs> yeah, never no, that's it. You're the sonar guy. Guys, I'm gonna apologize for the weird sounds in the background. I have a I have a puppy. That's okay. They have a couple too. Well, Janice asks when we're going to pull another car out. We're going to be pulling cars out for the for, forever. We we 
<laughs> we have a honey hole that we come across has 10 cars in it at least at least and other stuff we don't even know about so we're gonna figure we're gonna drag all of this out and uh we're supposed to be teaming up is that a secret i just tell you i don't think it's a secret i mean it's kind of a secret a but, big youtuber well we're supposedly teaming up with another youtuber <laughs> who is big and he wants to help out and so we're gonna we're gonna join forces and he's gonna help us out a couple of videos we was up in Tennessee today, and we found a couple vehicles, and they could be linked to somebody who passed away in the river, and they they got their body out of the water, but the vehicle's still there. And mm -hmm. so we're going to try vehicle and whatever personal belongings might be left in the car. It's been down there for four years, but I think there could be personal belongings in that the family might want back. I don't know, but... I think it'd be cool to get that car out of the water. That's cool. Now, Dev has another question. What is on your agenda for 2024? Uh, are you teaming up with other divers? I mean, we don't have plans set in stone for anything, really. Uh, you know, but like, if so, man, I mean, we don't, we don't uh, have plans. I mean, not <laughs> not necessarily divers. We uh we work up with uh well, I work with uh, Jason, and uh he just solved the case in in North Carolina. Yeah, you hear about the the Camaro that was found with the three missing people in uh, North Carolina? No, no. And, oh well, they well that's what happened. Uh, there's a, was it fifty years? It was like a, I don't know. If it was quite fifty, but it was a it was a big it was a big deal. Uh, three guys left the bar and vanished and uh, just recently like this is a long time ago 40 50 years and uh just recently they were found and a guy that jason jason uh i don't know how to say his last name saruta or something like that yeah. he's just a guy he was not a youtuber or nothing yeah. and uh he made an rc boat for sonar and he found him and uh so uh yeah you just recently teamed <laughs> up with him yeah we're, Savannah. We're, we're working on the case and uh down near Savannah, this dog. The dog has the, the insole of one of the kids' shoes. <sighs> oh. I feel your pain. Yeah, I feel it. I understand. Happens. Dog. Um, but yeah, we're working on a case with him, and uh, but like we said, we I mean we're we don't, we don't have like any immediate plans. We do have some some cool collabs coming up uh, that I'm excited about, and we we have things we want to do, but. We're kind of just going with the flow. Honestly, right now we're kind of overwhelmed because we have so many cars that we found. We have so many that we want to pull out, and uh, oh, there's just so many cases to work on too. Right. And we got overwhelming. And we got a couple big, like the the car, the car I just told you guys about with the the person who, who passed away, and then another vehicle that was part of a cold case that we was involved in solving, and that vehicle's still in the water, but they have since. You know, close the case and they got the remains out of the vehicle, but the car's still there. So we want to get that out too. And then, uh, I mean, we're setting, we got the new wrecker and we're putting, we're putting some upgrades on it. And uh, it's, I think it's going to be a good, once it starts warming up, I think spring's going to be a start of a good, good year. Yeah. It was a little rough starting out this year. We had a lot, we had our old wrecker. Well, Jeez. this is the wrecker recovered, right? Interview. Our right. old wrecker, people don't know. Uh, Worked pretty good. I mean, we pulled twenty 
two cars yep. out with it. I got 22 out before it finally decided it's done. And it and it died. The head gasket blew. I mean, it was technically still driving, but um, not yeah. not not working very well. We could have used it more, but we got lucky, and we we did a fundraiser, got lots of donations, and then we sold the record to a guy that has the funds to fix it. So we gave you know he got a great deal. Everybody won, and then we ended up getting a new record. We went all the way to Texas to get this record. I, all the I way back. saw you got a new record, so. We got to use it in Texarkana. The cops let us pull a vehicle out of a pond. Uh, so that was pretty fun. They'll take over and call their own tow truck, but this time they let us use it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the cops watching you while you're using your, the record for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair enough. One of the winches wasn't working right. We didn't know that, but we ended up getting the car out anyways. But, eh, it could have been smoother, but it worked. It, yeah. All right, guys. So, I mean, so we had two amazing channels. We had Adam Brown Adventures and Exploring with Nugs. Nug, sorry. Why did you guys decide to create another channel together? Was it just because I'm, and I'm asking because like Aunt, Angel and I loved working together as Treasure Vixens. And it, it seems like working together with more than one person is a lot of fun. But what was your guys' drive to create the channel? I think the main thing is we just got tired of seeing cars left in the water and not being able to do anything about it. And, uh, and that, it's kind of a big problem. A lot of the teams, you know, you find cars all the time. 90% of the time, they're just empty or stolen. And um, sometimes you're able to work with local tow companies, but most of the time, you, you can't do that. And they end up getting left where they say they'll get to them. You know, you have to report them to the police and they, they don't ever get to them or it takes a long time. So we, we wanted to start doing it ourselves. And, and we had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of haters. I'll say people saying we couldn't do it. People say we couldn't uh -huh. buy, it. we couldn't go out and do it ourselves. And I think we proved them all wrong at this point. Yeah. We haven't gotten in trouble yet. Haven't gotten yelled at. Well, yeah, well, have. well, that, that, that's a different story. Like, <laughs> One time, it was the 99% of the time, uh, police think it's cool, and they have no problem with us doing it. And uh, we, we, we did have a one little hiccup where we may have pulled a car out that we didn't realize was a training car uh, for law enforcement. But that they hadn't used in 10 years. Yeah, I think it was 20. I gotcha, yeah. My argument was it wasn't marked. It was rotting. There was tires. I was like, it looked like an abandoned car. I didn't know they put it there on purpose. No, we, left in the oil spill. <laughs> you know, pulled the car out, and sure enough, a couple people were a little unhappy about it, but whatever. <laughs> Oops. We just happened to have state patrol sit on our driveway for a day. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the thing is, um, if you find a car, for any other divers that may be watching, and all the doors are already open, uh, and it, it it might it may be a dive car. <laughs> <laughs> but usually dive cars are stripped completely they don't yeah. have like you can tell they're dive right, cars yeah yeah usually it's... their car abandoned or dumped and the police just decide to use it as a training vehicle so right. like it was like oh like yeah it was it was like the this is suburban in knoxville that we, we found and like they say oh we, we train yeah. on that all the time but yeah. it was it was dumped there by somebody who stole it or something we have another question by Deb. Uh, what has been your most challenging recovery? Paula. <laughs> Was it the Impala? Oh, yeah. We, we broke cables. 
It may have been that. What year was that one? The Impala was, I don't know, it was older. 70s, 70s, I think. Yeah, it was old station wagon, but it weighed, it weighed 10 ton filled with mud. And wow. we somehow met to the, to the shore. But I mean, once we got it out of the water just a little bit, it turned into a cement truck. And we was, we snapped two cables, the tow company that came and helped us, like they barely was able to get it out of the water. They told us it was the heaviest car they've ever pulled. Wow. <laughs> they, and they have, that's their business, you know? So we're like, man, but fun, but definitely, definitely. That's one of our most popular videos too. It went, it went pretty got a lot of views out of nowhere and um yeah people people like to, love people love to see a catastrophe struggle is real <laughs> like sometimes they go most of the time we do struggle i think the new record is going to help us not struggle as much because it's it's a little bit bigger there's more weight yeah it's, um it's bigger we got longer cables yeah. you know that everything works on it so we'll, we'll be a lot easier you know yeah we gotta we haven't since we had to go get it and our record broke i guess the past kind of been a we haven't posted much, but that's because mm -hmm. we're kind of prepping the new truck and, and getting that together. So we got a lot, a lot more to come. We actually have, I think, I think the one in Texarkana we're going to try to put out as a rectum recovered episode because that's technically the first car we pulled with our new wrecker. So I think it counts. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was learning. Um, but like everything I mean, we usually try to film. I guess to answer, to also add on to your question earlier about why we work, you know, to make this new channel. You know, our other channels are a lot more serious we're focused on you know solely focused on like missing people for the most part and this one is we're pretty goofball goofy people naturally and it's kind of i think it seeps out some in our main channels but this new rector recovered allows us to be as goofy as possible i think and uh <laughs> i put a lot more time it takes at least three days of editing it kind of kills me every time um Try to do it more like a TV show and have more fun. Uh, I've been pretty happy with it. it uh, yeah, I'm definitely it's a lot of work, but definitely a goofball. And it's 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 hard for me. I don't know how hard it is for you, but like to keep that in check for when like when we're out searching for missing people. Like obviously, you want to be a little more serious about it. Mm -hmm. So like it's nice to have another channel where you you could just let loose and be as goofy as you want. You know, so we, we definitely have as much fun as we can pulling these cars out. It's hard because at the end of the day, I get tired and grumpy. You Are know, you so still like doing your live show on Wrecked and Recovered? Do what now? I thought you and Adam were doing a live show on Wrecked and Recovered. Well, I think we started that, and the plan was to do a lot more lives. But it turns out it's pretty difficult to... To keep up with some of the plans. <laughs> right. Ain't <laughs> that the truth? Hard enough just to edit, keep up editing our own main channel videos and then put those videos out. It's it's literally doubling, and travel. doubling the workload. But Right, um, right. So you, uh, you, do you edit everything for Wrecked and Recovered, Adam? I tip for the most part. We were doing clean out videos, and Jeremy was doing the clean out videos. So we we pull the car out, and then we uh, wash it out with our, I guess, pressure washer hose we got. Mm -hmm. and, uh, 
So Jeremy was editing those. So he edits those when we do them. We haven't <laughs> done them recently, but we'll I probably usually start do doing it again. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll do it a little different, like because we'll get the car out, and then that's kind of the video. But it is kind of kind of curious, like what what could be inside. So we're always talking about different ways, like maybe we could tip the car to forty five and hose everything out, and like and it falls into like some kind of giant sluice box, so to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like wash all the mud away and catch all the coins and whatever else could be inside. You need to have rectal recovered bingo cards. So when you pull something out, you can be like, who has any? And then they <laughs> mark it off the list. I think, you know, most of the time we don't find much, but there, like there's, there's always that one car. I think it was a truck we found full of stuff. It's kind of like my truck. If my truck went in the water, we pulled out <laughs> my truck. It just crap pulling out of this. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think we really want, maybe kind of, I don't know, that whole tipping idea. Like, we have, like, a mesh, some kind of big box just to catch everything, let the mud wash away. Yeah. Like, just a huge, like, just to. And honestly, the reason we don't, I think the reason we haven't done them recently is because by the time we got the car out, it's, like, pitch black and late at night. So we yeah, it no, takes a while. We have no lights. Right. <laughs> so, got a car in the middle of the night. Uh, that sounds like another good investment right there. Some good lights. Uh, just added. Oh, yeah. We're, we got huge lights on the record now. So, okay. The sun go well, you did say you put a bunch of new lights on your boat, too, right? Also to your record. We got, a, we got like two or three big lights to put on the record. Yeah. And then the boat's going to be covered with lights. Okay. So, like, we can keep searching at night if we really want to. Uh, Ohio I... Relic Hunter has a question for you. Uh, do they take cars? To, do you take cars to the scrapyard to help fund the channel, the ones that aren't evidence? No. Most of the time they are stolen, though, so. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about in a perfect world but taking it and scrapping it but the reality is you can't legally do it without a title to the vehicle right tow companies um, but i think it takes them like they have to sit on the car for like i don't know nine months or some some time period and then they can legally scrap it themselves so okay. um, i can't i can't remember who it was but there was a, a youtuber or a tiktoker recently who salvaged a boat and took that boat back to his property, and then Fish and Wildlife showed up and, and was like, you can't take that boat? You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the problem with uh, was, him... That was Jiggy with Jordan. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, the problem with that one, is, I guess, he just didn't ever report it to the the DNR, or the, uh, the, the I guess we call it DNR here, the wildlife people. Yeah, um, the rangers. You can't stuff. just, like, that'd be like, we just, we find a car and we just take it home. And it's like, like it's ours. Uh, mm -hmm. But I mean, I think a lot of people don't know that you can't do that. You know, like I, I would assume if you got a boat out of the water that's been down there for 10 years, you could take it home and not get in trouble. You know? That's what I thought. I was like, a, a boat. I was like, it's just, it's just crap. It's you a know, weird, it's a weird. It's, it's, it's dumb red tape political laws that don't make any dang sense. You know, like, but like they, they gave him hell about that. Like technically, you stole that boat. Um, yeah. Like, oh, gee whiz! You stole it. I know. They make it. He stole a fiberglass, a rotting piece of fiberglass. For, I mean, like, <laughs> reason. 
boats. Yeah, they have more red tape, more issues. Like, I guess cars are like obviously don't belong in the water, but you would think a boat, you know, sunken boat, why would it matter? It you would think it'd be a lesser, yeah, issue, but it's kind of a more issue for some reason. It's a lot less complicated than a boat. Yeah. You want to start pulling out boats? We're trying to figure out how to do that. Also, I think just reporting it, and it, it would be fine. Would be the saving grace. Deb has yeah. a question for Candace. Uh, Candace, did you get your chicken coop together yet? Oh, my lord. No. Uh, I tried to do it today by myself. And, um, apparently metal sheds now, you would think you put a frame up and then you put the siding on. That's not how the shed works. You put the siding on and then you connect it with frame. <laughs> So You're speaking Greek to me. Yeah, I don't even get it at all. Yeah, so I couldn't hold it up, screw all around, and then put the bars con connecting. Like, it just, I had to throw in the towel. I was not happy about it. How many chickens mm -hmm. you got? 14. I thought we had 18. 14. You sure? Oh, yeah. Well, tomorrow, tractor supply gets more, so who uh, knows? Yeah, how, how many are you supposed to have, I think, is the real question. I bet you wanted two. Well, no, we agreed on six to start with. Okay, all right. And then I found out I couldn't order them from their tractor supplies website unless I ordered in groups of 10. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I couldn't tell what chicks I got, so I went to tractor supply almost immediately after receiving ours and to be able to tell what type of chickens they were and uh came home with four more within the first hour of having the other ones they have this thing called chicken math i think that's how it works right <laughs> i've heard about this i've heard i'm scared of it chicken math yes well, yeah so, so chicken math is basically one chicken equals Three chickens, I think, is kind of how it boils down to. Or two chickens equals six chickens. Yep. That's the chicken math. So when she says, I only want two chickens, that means she wants six chickens. Two chickens is like six hot wings, maybe? Mm-hmm. You may think they kind of do work together like that, I think. I think it's very similar. Or well, no, I mean, you got two, four, then you got the wings, too. You know, that, like, that, that's... No, 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 no. <laughs> now, Candace, are you going to be okay with eating chickens, or are these just egg chickens? I will not be eating these chickens. Gotcha. <laughs> I, eggs, though, right? Yeah. yeah, just the <laughs> eggs. I, I'm a vet tech. I, I've beheaded animals for rabies testing, <laughs> but I'm not doing it to my own chickens. I just okay, can't do it. That's... That's fair. That's fair. What if you go up and you're just like, that chicken's getting on my nerves. I'm going to... Yeah, that rooster's getting on my nerves. That rooster's getting on my nerves. Yeah. We were supposed to get all females. And today? Yeah, today or yesterday. I had to separate out the chickens. Uh, the bigger ones, which... Are... <laughs> so two chickens equals six chickens legs, okay. maybe. Uh, the <laughs> are all black in color so sadly i had to move all the bigger chickens out of the area and it, i felt so wrong <laughs> separating them by color but um it's different chickens all right. 
eating up my other chickens. And um, so they got separated out because they're a bigger chicken that lays the like extra large eggs that are brown eggs. And my other one, regular size eggs. So they're more petite. Uh, and then I, we have a runt too that's much smaller than the rest of the type that are like her. But uh, I noticed the one that was being the meanest has a little bit more of a crust on its nose. And I think they accidentally. It happens a lot from what I hear. In fact, I, I don't think it's an accident, to be honest. I think they stick them in there sometimes just so you guys deal with them. So you can eat roosters, right? Yeah. You can eat roosters. Plucking it. I'll pluck the hell out of it. I don't care. <laughs> well, yeah. Say, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to kill the chickens. But what if Jeremy did? Like, could you deal with it if you didn't have to see the slaughter? Don't name them. Don't treat them like pets. I, you know what? I learned a while ago how to cook chicken. Not in this one, but look, you know, all chicken lives matter. He he doesn't get to cook at I, all. I cook a mean ramen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, thought about meat rabbits? I I hear they can end up being better than raising chickens for meat. Leave chickens for eggs and rabbits for meat. Well, I'm just highly allergic to rabbits altogether. Oh, oh. okay. Well, ixnay right. on the bunnies then. Uh, walk into an <laughs> exam room with rabbits and my face would start to pop up. Oh, like, wow. It was wow. She also says she's allergic to scallops, but I've never seen it, so I don't know. I want to test. The... <laughs> Jeremy yeah. wants to test it. I'm just curious. Let's see what happens. I don't think it's deadly. So many, many, many years ago, he tried to cook chicken, and I watched him. Uh, I was pregnant with Fiona, so like 12 years ago. The way he cleans his hands after touching raw chicken is to just wipe it on the paper towel and start touching everything. Oh, you're talking. <laughs> I cooked the chicken. Fine. I that, didn't that could be yeah. pretty deadly. I didn't know. I mean, I, you know, I mean, let me just, uh, you know, wipe your hands off. You know, I don't know. I seen this guy on TikTok. He's like, every, he, he, he's, chicken. he's like, day, day, every day he takes a bite of chicken until he gets a tummy ache. Raw chicken. Raw, raw chicken. He's eating raw chicken on TikTok videos. There's like the, the liver king guy. He's just eating raw meat. Like, I don't know, man. We're supposed to eat. Raw. I, I find no. I, I think I think it's all faked and staged. I call BS. I don't believe it. Okay. I listen. My yeah. tummy. My tummy gets upset if I eat two day old fried rice. Okay. I don't want to. There's no way that eating raw meat is going to work out. Okay. <laughs> no way. Except for raw wants cool. to know leg or breast. An <laughs> mm -hmm. ostrich. I mean, KFC. I'll take a breast because it's huge and it tastes amazing. I don't <laughs> think we'd get an. I could see us with some emus. I could see me moving to a motel. <laughs> oh, those fighting words. I saw it. Fighting now, NEP has another question, and I was lurking on one of your live streams um, when you were talking about putting names on, on yep. the wrecker or stickers or whatever. Um, one, my question yeah. is how much donation for a name or a sticker on your record? We didn't really put a number set. I think it was Anything. just anybody who donated, uh, you know, gets their name out there. And so like, 
the biggest problem right now is like obviously we we keep we can keep track of the GoFundMe ones, but some people don't want their name on there. They want like Bible verses. They want their business uh, stickers, which we're cool for. Yeah, you know, like if you send your send us your stickers, we'll put it on the record. The boom is what we're gonna put all the names on, so it's gonna be covered with uh, names of donations. And then if people didn't want their names, you know, they could send us stickers of their businesses or, or whatnot, YouTube channel, whatever. And we 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 have a, a spot we're gonna put those too. Okay. Uh, well, Annie was asking, are, are you going to prep polish the record? Before before you start adding the names to it, names I mean, might not stick too long if it's too dirty. Gotta figure out some logistics. I think we'll 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 prep the boom area, make sure all the because there's lots of flaking paint because it's just aged. But yeah, we'll make sure like it's it, the the stickers will last. You know, we'll clean it off and, and and stuff. And I have to sit and make a master list for people to look at, make sure that their names are spelled right. That that's what they want on there. So the, there will be a, a look, a, like a Google Docs or something that people can go to and look at and say if theirs is correct. If not, to send us an email and let us know. But I haven't had a moment to sit. Yeah, we're, we're going to do a live stream once we figure that all out uh, and, and actually show us putting the names on. Be cool if we could do a live with the computer and the vinyl cutter set up and just like in the oh, moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I, think, I think I Maybe donated some top contributors to get to see remember. their stickers getting printed out. I, I think yep. I donated. Did I donate on GoFundMe, Jeremy? I don't sure. remember. I think I did for your new uh, truck. I don't remember, though. Bold Lion would like to know uh, what the GoFundMe page is. Do we have a link we could maybe share out? Um... I'm not, I'm not a mod. Where I, could I, I find it? I mean, would it let me post it. Oh, and then Annie P said, "Are we still able to donate?" I think we had some people interested. Uh, here. You yeah. should be a mod, Adam. You've been on the show. Yeah, I'm, I would be surprised. Uh, if not, chat in the room if you can, and um, I'll Roger. I'll mod gotta... you. I'll add it in here in just a second. I got two. Well, I'm Man. looking for Nug's page on Facebook. Facebook? Hardy R R R. Hardy R R. Exploring yeah. with the Nug.com. So while we're looking, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and ask a question that can get you guys thinking, and maybe we can get get talking with it if you guys are okay. I'm sure I've asked both of you in the past, but I'm gonna ask it again, which I think would lead into the next question I'm gonna ask. But with the type of diving and recovery that you guys do, which is is pretty intense and and probably quite emotional, how do you prepare yourselves for doing something like perhaps stumbling across a, a deceased person who you know could be could be quite soon, could be quite old, but what do you guys have to do to kind of psychologically prep yourself for seeing something that, you know, people would consider a nightmare event, you know, in, in their dreams? My answer to that personally, I don't know how Adam handles it, but it's just, it's sometimes, it's just how, I think how you're, I think everybody's different. Everybody's different on how they handle certain situations. And I was 
born with just it doesn't like it doesn't affect me in a way that it affects others like of course i have compassion and it's definitely something you'll never forget but it's it's not something that could you know like break me like i don't know how to explain i guess some like like i said everybody's different some people get more emotional uh some people some people some people you might panic you might see you might seem like you don't care and you have no emotion um but it's all i feel like it's all about the cause of the the, what you're doing you know why you're doing it. you're trying to help the family and you're trying to do good and and you kind of look past it in the moment like at the beginning of the day you know you're going out there to look for somebody who is deceased you know what you're in store for so like if you when you find that per- when you find it you know it's just you're already prepared for what you're about to see and uh and you just sometimes you just you just got to take all the personal thoughts out of it you got to and you got to you got to just you got to just stow it and then at the end of the day you know when you come home you sit down with Can- I sit down with Candace and, you know we just talk about it and then it's just how certain people are built for certain things and other people can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For like, sure. just, personally, it's something I can handle. You know, like I know it's 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 traumatizing for others and something I'll never forget, but it's something I can deal with. So it's just everybody's built differently. And some people can't handle it and some people can, you know, and that's just I don't know, it's just how I get it. It's just like it's no okay. With with both of your answers, which I still think we can kind of keep it to a question for the both of you, did you feel that way your first time? Or is this something that you have learned to accept? We was actually together the first time when we first seen um, a missing person being found. Saw. <clears throat> seen, saw. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Candace. That's what, thanks, Mom. <laughs> a little bit of a pet peeve. But I mean, I would, I just, I was in awe more than anything. It was just something I've never seen. And I knew it was a whirlwind of emotion. I was like, man, like, yeah, like he, you know, he was, he was found. It's sad. The family's sad. Everybody's, you know, but like, and it's like bittersweet. And there's like the fit, the physical part of like, wow, that's, that's a person who's, 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 who's passed on. You know, so like, but there's that's his that's his vessel, yeah, so to speak. And yeah. I just I was just in awe and just kind of like, huh, you know. But I, I could I could handle it. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's I think when you're when you're out there when you're on scene, it's important to like kind of keep your emotion yourself. You, you got to get through it. You got to your mission is to find it, give answers, and you don't want to. I don't. I don't know. What I'm saying. Like it's 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 a hard thing to describe. Be honest yeah. with you. you I, I, I think that's why I'm so curious about it, guys. Is it's it's hard to even wrap my head around. Is like you know I try to imagine being in your shoes or your scuba diving tanks, however you want to look at it, and I try to think that I could imagine what it would be like. But I think it's very difficult to even imagine the situations that you guys put yourselves into. Which which on one hand is giving relief and and um closure to a family which must feel amazing but i'd also say that it's probably emotionally draining and and a little scary at the same time i remember i had one feeling it might explain it like when i i always go back to it and i always feel bad talking about time but like the two teenagers i found when i dove on the car 
and I confirmed it was the car. I'm swimming. I'm swimming around the car. I seen the tag. I was like, this is their car. All the windows are up. I knew like I was right beside the car and there's the window and you can't see inside the window. You can't see anything. But I was like, I knew they're inside this car. And it's almost like I was treating it as though they were still with us. Mm-hmm. I knew, knew, I knew that they weren't alive anymore, but in it was a mindset of like, okay, like you guys, you guys are in there. It's time to get you out of this car and get you where you belong. I kind of, I kind of treated it as though, like I could, I was treating them as they were still with us, even though they weren't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know. So I like, can really appreciate that. Yeah. I was like, I knew they were, I knew they passed away, but it was like, I was like, okay, okay. You're, 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 I found you. Now let's get you home. Let's get you out of this water. Yeah. You know, when you're standing up there and watching the car come out, it was just like, it's like, okay, well we, we got him out of the water now let's get, let's get him here. And it's just bones, you know, it was just, but it was still like treating it as though it was like, we found them treating them as though they're, they're still humans. You know, they're still loved ones. That's how I looked at it kind of that way. Like, like, I don't know. That's how I kind of treated it. I think it's a great mindset to have, to be honest. It's just a weird, it was a person, I guess it's just a personal way. Like you still, you know, they're gone, but you're still talking to them. All right. I mean, it's like any first responder job. I feel like, you know, ER, ambulance people, that these cops that respond on accident scenes, you, you start to, it's kind of a bad thing to get used to, but I think it's important. It's an important line of work that people need to do. There's always going to be someone that needs to do the work, and you're going to have to witness these certain things oh, in your line of work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say that's kind of a spot on with the first responders is that, you need a certain type of person that is like you said, whether, whether it's um, Jeremy's mental on, on how he's going to recover or Adam's mental on how you're going to recover. We need people that are going to be able to recover just like we need people that are going to be able to respond, you know, in any of those things. So that's, I, I would say it's absolutely necessary. Indeed. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ed, sorry. So I, I'm kind of taking over here, but it, it kind of leads into another question, which is, when you guys are doing these with families, we know that not always are you guys able to find closure. You know, you think you think you might have a you think you might have an answer and you guys die for it and you're not able to find it. So if both of you had magic wands that you could wave <laughs> and be able to recover somebody that you maybe had personally wanted to find and not been able to, like what what are your guys's who are your guys's people? Who who would you find right now if you could? Oh my goodness. I know who I would want you to find immediately. Ooh. Christopher St. Joseph. Oh. Huntsville, Alabama. Well, sir, I guess the, the cases that we've worked on more so are the ones that, I, that come to mind. We've done a lot of work in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like every every other day we're, we're trying to help out a different family. And it's hard to stay locked into one case. Uh, but there are cases that we've worked um, over, you know, we we've circled back to them again and like yeah the christopher st joseph huntsville right huntsville alabama we've been to that town um a handful of times we've searched for him a lot i've been there by myself searched yeah it doesn't always make it on to a video yeah like there there's a couple there's a few times i've gone by myself didn't even make a video just searched me and adam have been there we pulled cars out like we pulled a pile of cars out there yeah because like while searching for him we found you know Gosh, six, 
six or seven cars. Yep. So like, I guess it's the case is that we've worked more times than not, but it's yeah. it's hard to lock them down because we want to help everyone. Right. You want to help everyone. So many messages every single day of people that just want help, and we want to help the best we can. Well, another one we worked on a lot is uh, that was just solved was um, Oscar Oscar Lewis King, and he was missing in Center Alabama. Or he was in the lake that we searched. He was just in a like the lake is huge, and he was in a spot that uh, is completely on the opposite side where he lived. Did make any sense why he'd be there? I also read it was a private gated marina too. Yeah, it was like a marina. Oh. It was it was a spot so we he never shouldn't even... have been able to get to it. Well, we, we, it was, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, we searched for him a lot, found lots of cars in the process over years. Uh, and then a local fisherman came across him on the other side of the lake that we've never been to. So, uh, it's, that was, that was pretty cool. I'm glad he was found, you know, but that was one that we worked on a lot. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And don't keep yourself. Oh, Jason. Oh, might hear crunching. No, uh, listen, there is no judgment here. Let me tell you what, with those puppy chewings, let me tell you. My goodness. <laughs> I kind of miss the puppy chewings. Our dash hound died a while ago, old age. Oh, um, uh, yeah, very sweet dog, though. Yes. Yeah, now, Deb has another question, you know, and. We all know I, you I deal with I just want to say, the... Deb, is, Deb, you've been asking some great questions the last two weeks. I'm I'm really enjoying these, by the way. Definitely. Uh, you guys have a lot of interaction with law enforcement. Is it positive for the most part? Yeah. I've never... For the exception of the dive car that we, we kind of pulled out... And that was just one guy that was kind of irritated about it. But the oh, Rangers, the phone too. That yeah, was... the the Rangers, the park Rangers, they they didn't care. They're like that car hasn't been used in ten years. I don't see what the big deal was. No, all, all the police are very positive. They they think it's cool. Lots of the police we come across, they, they it's like their first time they've been on that kind of call, so they're excited to come watch a car get pulled out. Yep. You know, and like they're they're just they're they're human, just like the rest of us. They think it's cool. The curiosity of a vehicle being pulled out water they're like why is it there what's in it you know i feel like i feel like we provide great training opportunities for all these new counties and cities we go to because it's yeah it's something new and like we went to uh austin texas and like 50 it must have been like 50 fire department people and cops like oh, yeah. it was a ton of people they just wanted to see it they wanted to see what was going on yeah it was uh pretty impressive but yeah it's always been positive there, there may have been like one time but not with a. Uh, not really with recoveries, I would say. Years ago, was <laughs> no, definitely not. Nope, they're they're very very happy, very happy to watch and supportive. I would have to say though that both of your guys's attitudes um, are quite respectful, and that you guys have. Um, I don't know how to word this without being a little controversial, but it seems <laughs> like you guys are willing to work with the officers where some channels may not be so inclined to do so. And I think that fight. your good attitude has a tendency to bring out a good attitude in other people. We'll just leave it broad like that. Yeah, I mean, this it's it what we're doing, you have to you have to have police involved. So there's no point in picking a fight or being mean to them. 
you know, like when we pull a car, we have to have their resources to figure out what the story is behind the car. You know, they can run the VIN number and figure out what we can't. And like, we need them. They're, they're a vital part of removing vehicles from the water. Yeah. And well, uh, I mean, all of them are very supportive. So there's no, there is no beef. There's no, yeah. there's no reason to fight. The thing is like, we want to do things the right way. We, as best as we can. Um, it, it's kind of a weird loophole. Red Bull Retro Recovered channel idea is kind of, it was also kind of started behind a loophole where every time we find a car, we wanted to pull out. If we call the police first, they don't let us do it. But if we pull it out first and do the work and then call, you know, it, it's already out of the water and it's done. And it's well, kind it of, is always, always better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, but it's never really I, been. I, I, <laughs> well, that's my t-shirt. I need that. I need that. <laughs> but it is kind of a thing learned over time and it's like oh it's already out of the it's already out of the water they can immediately identify it you know we're 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 being the we're literally doing all the work for everyone we're saving them resources i mean it costs we ran into another dive team um pulling out a car coincidentally we were going to check a boat ramp uh was it tennessee i think so yeah but i I think that was it they said like it cost the city 10 grand to get a car out of the water like 10 grand wow wow a couple hundred for gas costs just i've never money. even yeah besides time and i mean like gas money and labor which we don't charge either you know right not, not to diminish them it's just having a right no yeah yeah for sure guys we get that we actually now have a 501c3 nonprofit that is for looking for missing people and water cleanup so as wow. So I think that helps too with the police. The fact that we can say we are a true nonprofit doing this. Right. I also just think it has a lot to do with your guys's character, and I want to give credit for that because I think um, you guys have great character. We'll just leave it at that. Thank you. I I <laughs> thought so, but I I always shoot. What? When did I start supporting you, Jeremy? What's that? Shoot, I I think I was your first Patreon way before you even started doing. You were still using like that Nemo type thing you got from Australia. Yes. Oh, the Air Buddy. Yeah. yeah that was like, the dive. Oh yeah, yeah. Free diving. Yeah. Oh yeah, long time, but yeah, I used to have. I I tried the Patreon, and I think. I think you might have been my my only supporter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I was for a while until I boycotted Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. And you're like, poor Patreon no more, and I was like, well, now now I don't have any supporters. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You you know I'm really surprised our friend Smith's Gold, uh, Jeff Smith, and what never actually did that because he's been following you forever too. Oh, yeah. he's a great guy and a good friend also i call you guys the ogs <laughs> <laughs> is it uh is it a little surreal now at this point where you know you're talking about ogs you're talking about ed's being your first patreon like is it a little surreal being as large as you guys are now i mean does it ever go to your head are you excited about it is it something that makes you uncomfortable how do you feel about it me personally, but where I, 
I mean, having a lot of subscribers doesn't mean anything. I'm starting. I've I've learned. Uh, I mean, you could buy subscribers. You could have fake subscribers. It's all. It's the whole subscribers number doesn't mean anything. Uh, right now, you're getting a million views on every video, and they're legit, and you're like swimming in cash. Yeah, you could probably get a big head and get pretty arrogant over it, but uh yeah, I I it definitely's not going to my head. I'm I'm still I'm still hard working middle class. I'm not making I'm not making, you know, Bentley money. You know, it's it's, it's literally making money to pay the bills and just keep I, doing what we're doing. I think we put like more money into more equipment and stuff to keep doing better videos. Uh, than anything that's a problem. better videos and safer and safer recoveries and you know you're reinvesting what you can when you can i'm excited for the future to see what it grows to i mean there, there's like bigger ideas i'd love to you know have our own junkyard with all the cars we, we pull not out. a lot of property <laughs> well i get that pull them out and let people come see or make our own pick and pull or, or like have other, uh, just grow it and make it. I mean, I, I always, it's funny. I think, and I think it's a goal for both of our channels is I'd love to run out of people to search for and, and run out of cars to find. Like I'd love them to all be found and removed and solved. And, and we'd be, ideally we'd be out of work because there'd be no more missing people. I don't think we'll ever run out of cars. I mean, sadly, I don't. It's like a, it's like a funny thing to th say, kind of not funny, but yeah. yeah. Shoot, I'm <laughs> sure sure if you went to Boston Harbor, you'd never run out of cars. Yeah. People are always going to steal cars, and dump them in the rivers. But I guess the goal is to have no goal. <laughs> to kind of the way I, I like to think about it, but um, I think we're I think we're always going to stay busy. It's just it, it's so impressive how many cars you can you can almost go to any body of water i mean lake or river and you're gonna find a car somewhere if you look look so mm -hmm. yeah you know i would have, i would have never believed you until i entered into the youtube world and witnessed what you guys do for a living you know because i know that you're looking for recovered people for the most part but uh, even when we met up in tennessee and the amount of cars that you guys pulled out from one spot in the river, and, and most of them probably were joyride cars that people wanted to ditch, you know. I was flabbergasted at the amount of vehicles that showed up in just one spot. One spot, you know. Oh, yeah. If you guys had Down unlimited funds and Rose. Yeah, all you know, all the all the cameras in the world, you guys could do that every single day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that Nashville. Man. Okay, there's still cars everywhere out there. Well, there's right. still half a car. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right at that one boat ramp. <clears throat> now, that would have been a ferry crossing. Oh, okay. So, some of the older cars, the theory was they fell off the ferry. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. They didn't want to parking now. lots full. <laughs> <laughs> we put on uh, another. Yeah. Paul C asked, uh, and I love this. How does a case come to you guys? How do you decide on what you're going to pick up? You know, how does it happen? Now it's just messages, emails, Facebook messages. People are people reach out every single day, asking for help, and then it's cases we've already worked that we get new information on, and. 
I'm part of a lot of missing person Facebook pages, so I see them there too. Yeah, I mean, most of the most of the older cases, we already, I think everybody kind of has a list of those, but there's so many that just happen that are like a week old or a month old, and they don't promote out in the world as well. So the community effort is really amazing how, you know, people follow us and uh, they'll send us those cases they see on their local news station that that don't get out. And Yeah, we uh, people ju just going missing. And, like, it's just, it just hasn't, you know, because, like, Every day people are going missing and like the word doesn't really spread until they've been missing for a while. And that to segue off that, if I use that word right, yeah, is um it would be nice because there's a window, like this this is my little side vision, is like there's a window where people go missing and there's a chance that they could still be alive, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you hear this all the time, the car crash. They go off a ravine and they're laying at the bottom of some canyon and they're still alive trapped in the car. And like they're found after like a few days or a week. Yeah. And, alive. and like there's a few cases that like we've we've worked and it just seems like if somebody knew about this a little bit sooner or if the word got out quicker and there's a search, they could have been saved, you know. But yeah. instead, instead of just not like I'm like I, I've been I've been daydreaming about getting a thermal drone for aerial searches for missing for sure like missing hikers cr crashed motorcyclists yeah. that go off the you know like off into the woods you know and like it's just it would be nice to search for a missing person and to end it with that missing person was found alive you know because right now everything. <laughs> Sadly, it's somebody that we know is is past. Okay, so you have never had a you've never found anybody alive. Well, we we haven't found them like ourselves, but I mean, there's been a case. There's a case in uh Covington where there's a mother and son went missing for I think a week or something, and then we started. We went out there. We started like, you know, searching, looking in the woods, kind of stirring the pot, and then eventually, I guess they got we, the mom got word that they were alive, and we don't know the circumstance, but they were safe. So it's kind of nice to, yeah. That know, was to learn that. That was nice slash irritating because like we went to the town, you know, we we started searching bodies of water. We were hiking. We were searching everywhere we could think of because like they had a lot of information to go by. They were like they they were they had they had a lot of information. We're like now let's look everywhere. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they were they were alive. So it was it was it was a good ending, but more of that would be fun, you know. Be like have good news all around. Do you guys find it emotionally exhausting? And and I'm sorry, it's probably the same question, but I'm gonna ask again to be on so many cases where you're not gonna have a happy ending. I I know that closure is a happy ending, but I'm talking about finding the people alive or the families alive, doesn't it? Doesn't it drain you? And Candace, you're allowed to answer this too, especially if you're following these missing people cases on Facebook. Aren't you exhausted from hearing these sad stories? Uh, I wouldn't say exhausted. I just, I think for us, it makes us more protective of our kids. But for sure, yeah. You know, reading through case after case of, you know, child kidnapped and 
child missing and you know you can't help but come across those cases so it's some of the there's lots of missing children cases too yeah that's, uh that's sad yeah and i mean we get written all the time about can you go look for this kid that went swimming in a river or a lake um unfortunately it does seem like a lot of the time it's the other side of the country like oregon and by the mm -hmm. time it driving there un unfortunately the way bodies do come up um they would be found and surfaced by the time we would make it there right right that's the hard part is not able to make it all the way across country for certain yeah. cases. I mean, luckily, there's more people doing this, but a lot of times I feel like we we do we're, it's like a helpless feeling. Like you know, we, we can't do it. There's there's too many cases, and we don't always have the right equipment. You know, we're trying to always get new different. You know, our new boat allows us to do bigger, bigger areas like lakes and stuff. Um, That's the cat's claw. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of the we've been hearing a lot of recent cases like, oh, guy fell off a bridge and they're looking for him. But it's like, it's like you'd have to have a jet boat or like a certain boat that you know there's a lot of rapids and stuff. And uh, it's it's definitely an expensive thing for doing. Have to have all the types of boats and you know we I think the commute the, the other thing to add on your previous question like having a I guess growing in popularity having all these followers like it definitely helps us with searches uh especially like really specific things the community involvement if people are more than willing to help us out like i can just put a post out on on uh on facebook or whatever i guess two examples you know um recently i was like we were in north carolina and i was like is there any tow companies that can help us in a few days and i got a bunch of people saying yeah yeah we can, we can help you um or even like there's a case we're looking to now i was like i'm trying to get access to a gated community neighborhood and I just, I'm like, this is a long shot, but does anybody live in this specific neighborhood in, in, uh, in South Carolina? And um, somebody, people have been saying, yeah, my parents live there. I can get you access. And it's like, just, it's, it's so, it's such a random spot. It feels like we can go anywhere. And I think it's pretty cool that it's grown that much. And uh, I, hopefully it just keeps growing. And that's what I, I think. Being bigger just means being able to do more and help more people. I don't find like the the exhausting thing. I think it's it. I find it more like exhausting and disappointing. Like because we search so much and like not. I mean more. Gosh, 90 percent of the time we're not finding anything. We're just we're clearing spots. We're clearing spots where they're not at. And uh, it's like after spending all day out on the river diving and freezing water and then coming home empty handed, that that's what kills me the most is like, you know, like, I, I wish we could we could get the answers to the families, you know, yeah. but the only thing we could give them is like, well, we know they're not there. And so it's narrowing down the search, but it's just it, it's so, you know. It's such a big world out there. Like at I mean, the end I, of the day, you have no idea where they went. Actually, right? solving cases is pretty. The reality is pretty few and far between. We end up finding all of these cars in the process. We clear tons of areas, but sometimes some of these people could just be in not even anywhere near where they went missing, or in just the strangest of spots. And um, don't find me. It's 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 a pretty difficult thing, but you know we keep we're, we're not we keep going. 
Yeah, I, I think I use the word, um, uh, you know, exhausting or emotional a lot because I, I have a hard time wrapping around how you guys can handle it, to be honest. It's, it's very difficult for me to imagine what you do, what you volunteer your time towards or what you guys work so hard to have your channel earn, um, you know, to, to give you these opportunities. So I, I use these words, but you guys, by, by no means do I do I use those specifically for you guys, for sure. Or focusing on Wrecked and Recovered, I guess, kind of in this channel. Wrecked and Recovered is kind of a way to give us a success when there's, and I wouldn't call our searches for people failures because we're finding, we're ruling out spots, but on Wrecked and Recovered, you know, you have a mission and you, you get the car out and it's success. You clean up the water and it's, you know, you're accomplishing something. And most of the time we, we're just searching and not accomplishing our ultimate goal of finding somebody. It's, it's just so, it's so difficult. So a lot of times, but Rector Recovered's kind of a good, uh, I don't know, coping or, or what would you say? It's like a good re relief. Uh, therapeutical. Thera yeah, it, it's, it's fun. Yeah, finding the words are tough for sure, yeah. Doing something good for the, the environment, community, and it's it's fun. and uh, It's a fun challenge, too. Yeah. Pulling cars out of the water isn't easy. <laughs> Usually there's always something that messes, like it, it throws a roadblock, but at the end of the day, we, we, we haven't failed yet. And uh, every so often, we'll find a car, like the Volkswagen Bug. That was that was fun, just because, like, sometimes you get a car that's just a fun car, and people like seeing them. We like, do have some secret cars that are cool and different that we're, we're eventually going to get out. And those are going to be some fun episodes. Oh, we just, well, the, we just recently found a couple, and one would be really neat, that big old, the, 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 the first one. The, the one done yesterday? Yeah. Well, I, are we going to get that out? We can, we well, we can try. I mean, well, we found like a, an early 80s. It's like a it's like a deluxe van. And all it says on the back is Ram Van is is the model. And it's got like a ladder on the back. And it's it's got like windows on the roof. It's this butt ugly van. But it is <laughs> for its time. I think this thing was probably sweet. And so if we could get that out of the water. I don't know be... if we'll be able to. That's yeah, it is, it is like more like 60% buried. So I don't know if we could even get it out of the mud. But if we could get it broke loose, that'd be a fun one to pull out. <clears throat> you guys, excuse me, I'm going to take a potty break real quick. Well, on that note, go. I have a couple of questions waiting here. Um, two by... Um, we have one by Annie P and then Annette. Um, do you search bodies of water others have already searched just to double check? Sometimes. Some, yeah, sometimes. I, I, it really just depends, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, if we know for a fact that somebody else has searched the water, you know, like then chances are we won't but if there's any kind of confusion you know depending you know it's like there's a lot of variables but like if there's a team that went and searched this spot and they made a video and filmed it then we obviously know that spot's been cleared so there's no point in doing it again but if we don't know where the other teams have searched then chances are we're just yeah. like well we got it was searching anyways because we just didn't we don't know I mean, you it, it, you definitely can miss things. I mean, we've missed things. Other people have missed. When you're looking at a sonar screen, depending on the environment, like we found a car 
in the same a second car that we didn't see the first time in, in the spot we just went you know the next day so yeah like the water the water was different the water was deeper and it was muddy because of like a lot of rain and then we went back water was like five foot shallower it was green and clear and then all of a sudden the picture of the sonar was crystal clear we're like oh crap there's another car we didn't even see so like True. conditions you know will, will change things too right I, I don't think it's anything uh to like get mad at another team if you miss or find it's just it's just kind of had the process nobody's perfect you know yeah okay like, well, now, yeah, I mean, for sorry now gopro what? unlimited what, what what's your what's your search radius from home base how far do you travel from home base to recover for a recovery search? I mean, what do we've, it really depends on the, where the water is. I mean, the case we did, we were just working on the, all the water was like 20 minutes kind of away from the town. So that's kind of where we were driving uh, to. I think from here. Like how far do we travel? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, case. Well, he's four hours from me. Oh, gosh. Well, we just went to, yeah. I mean, we. I feel like we don't go past Texas. I mean, you've been to New York City recently. Yeah, so from Texas right. around the country, it really, it really <laughs> all depends. I'm more in the southern, you know, southern areas, but uh, I mean, a couple times a year we'll venture. You know, we'll we'll get a plan together, and sometimes well, we go all the way to Texas, we go all the way up to New York, uh, West Virginia, you know, Michigan. We, but mainly like. Unless we get like these big trips planned, we'll we'll stick around to the southeast areas. Tennessee right. keeps us pretty. Tennessee is <laughs> always Tennessee got... Alabama. Tennessee Alabama always got a lot to do. Uh, yeah, and I mean, yeah, those states yeah. are pretty good. South, I mean, you got like Florida's. Uh, I guess Sun, the other team, Sunshine State, Sonoma. They they they. I feel like they covered Florida pretty good, you know, because they live there and it's so far down. Like certain states, it's kind of. Just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. our area, Georgia, North Georgia, well, actually, technically all of Georgia, doesn't have any natural lakes. Everything's man-made. So, basically, from Atlanta north, every lake is drained during the winter. So, it just becomes a river. Um, right. So, they still have, like, a channel. But, for the most part, where all the boat ramps are, it just, it's dry um all the shores are dry so it makes it where we know that unless it's a fresh case it's no nothing new okay okay i i know they do that to a few reservoirs here up in ohio and indiana they'll drain them to the channel um during the winter now david via is wondering uh you keep in contact with the local leos with the leos you know i don't, we don't stay in contact with them uh i mean they'll, i guess they'll occasionally hit us up maybe for something i don't it doesn't happen a lot though no because like at the like i don't know like i've always looked at it as you know we're civilians they're the ones who's trained so sometimes there's a little bit of we this is you know 
we do this for a living, you guys, you know, freelance, private sector, there's lots of red tape and boundaries. And I think there is like guidelines and rules. Police aren't necessarily allowed to ask us to do things. Yeah. They could beat around the bush and kind of hint, but right. they can't affect We need you to come search this area. I think there's red tape that prevents them from doing that. Uh, I'm, I personally ain't buddy buddies with any police, you know, so like it's very rare if, if, if any, any police officers reach out. To I think, me. I think it's more so in the, on like the form of social media where they're watching videos and they may be able to like give us some information. I think, I think in the past they may have like looked up a plate or something we found on a live stream or something trying to get info for, or so, somebody in some form for a uh, form of law enforcement has maybe some more answers that they can help us some because we have a lot of a lot of our audience is divers it are people in law enforcement it's pretty cool yeah we got lots of dive teams watching us and like you know obviously we don't do everything by the book and write so but at the same time we do lots of stuff that they're like oh <laughs> yeah like that i mean that learning how to use a tow truck i always say we're scuba di we're, we're divers <laughs> playing tow truck drivers <laughs> oh yeah we learned everything with the tow truck the school of hard knocks I don't know, like, we didn't right. have luckily we didn't get ourselves killed in the process there's, there's a lot of we're still learning every day every it seems like every carpool we're learning something it's um, starting to get easier though with repetition like we're figuring out like okay we definitely should not do that again yeah well, <laughs> when, when, <laughs> you can you can feel it when it's like about to snap so you just ease off and then like the very first car we pulled out we, we, we didn't break the cable, but like one of the fasteners broke. It was a, yeah, cheap. It was still terrifying. So we're like, okay, let's not do that again. Is or, it, I mean, trying to pull down a, a tree with uh, the wrecker. Yeah, that definitely. Work. Pull down trees. They don't work. They don't work at all. But that's I've different. Got a, that I've got a great question here. I think I'm going to let it lead into another question. But Chris Matt, um, Candace says, I like to watch your channels, but I miss cat toy videos. I'm going to lead into this a little bit. Can we expect any more videos? And if we can expect any more videos, will Nug be playing the role of Cat anytime soon? I've actually <laughs> this time, but <laughs> I tell you, if I ever became kind of like a list celebrity, that video would come back and haunt <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean, I definitely should have covered my face. <laughs> but on the flip side, I'm a supportive husband, so yes, I can always throw That's that right. It was an amazing video, for sure. God, it was so bad. Am I... <laughs> is that the one with the Tesla car toy thing? No, it, he was pretending to be a cat for me, for my intro. Okay. <laughs> I... I... Uh, uh, something vaguely remember i remember something vaguely about that too yeah if i ever make it big that, that was pretty funny that was, gonna, <laughs> that was gonna come back you remember this like oh god it's gonna come back in a good way it will give you nothing but positive feedback jimmy fallon and be like hey i found this video on or youtube but i have to say how many people were like oh no came up with such a good idea doing that cat. I'm like, why do people think I can't be funny? <laughs> like, like she'll do something on the cabin and be like, oh, 
your husband did a great job. And I was like, I had nothing to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) Those who know, know it's all Candace on the cabin. And you just keep on stealing her tools. Pretty much. Very much. Right now, like half her tools are out in the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, Annette. Oh, geez, I don't even want to try and butcher that last name, Annette. Uh, Is there a general database or system that all of you search and recovery teams can mark a body of water clear so you don't waste time on a lake or a river that's just been searched? Well, there is one, but... It's amazing that you brought that up. <laughs> uh, we attempted, Candace uh, led this. We tried. We ha- even have the website up. And our goal was to bring all the search teams together, small and large, to use this website to mark, to do exactly what you just said. Like, put in the information, tell us where, uh, you know, uh what places have been searched what places need to be searched all that stuff and we thought it was a great idea and put the word out and i think there was only one search team that even attempted it once and that was only they registered but they they never even gave us location they registered and never put any info in it was utter failure oh at the end of the day not they're it, it it takes it takes everybody who is doing this to want to actually work together and it's just at the end of that's not really the case you that's know, hard like every, that's hard to do everybody is doing their thing and they have their ways and their procedures and when right. and, and doesn't click like we might be doing something that some other team is doing that they don't like and vice versa and it was it was a failure. Nobody wanted to come together and use this, utilize this tool. And so you hear a lot. If it isn't searched by me, it hasn't been searched. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, yeah. like if I if I didn't clear it, then that it's you know it's just it's just this. I don't. Know, I mean, that's perfect- tough. That's got to be really tough, guys. So yeah, great idea, guys, but it's a shame that others aren't jumping on board with it and all of you work together as a huge cohesive team instead of a couple years ago or maybe a year ago it it, things were looking good but ever since that one team uh got in trouble with the law and everybody went their separate ways that's when everything yeah yeah, I know who you're. It was a little I, bit before that, personally, most, but most people yeah. are. Yeah, every, every, it makes sense. Like, it's just like I don't know. Everybody just, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, Deb right. wants to know. Hey, Adam, yeah, was she's, it pink? Uh, yeah. Deb, Deb's well, asked this two times at least. I know, I know, I saw him. <laughs> pink uh, I don't think that. I don't think that'll be my cat video moment. You know that, that you know that van was pink. that pink. It was. I swear it was pink. What's well, that's what I say that that van was that van I found in Texas. Yeah. No, the van. Oh yeah, well that yeah that's all, yeah that's right. That's where it started. Well, I'm saying the van that we just found yesterday. 
Uh, it was red. And I was like, oh, it's a pink. Is it red? <laughs> I bet you it was pink. You know, one day we're going to actually find a pink car, and then I'll be like, yes. I was like, I knew it was out there. <laughs> pink cars. We just pulled up like a weird green one. Like, like we haven't had any crazy colors, really, I don't think, have we? No. And then like none crazy yet. Pulling all these cars out, seeing all these cars, do you guys have a vehicle that you would never buy? Buy? Yeah, I mean, like, um, I don't know. But don't, yeah, don't, the Kias are getting stolen a lot. The lot <laughs> oh, yeah. Kias and Hyundai. Kia boys. Apparently, there's, there's a big thing where you can use a quarter. Yeah, you can start these things and steal them, like, really easily. So, like, in Austin, there's a, they call it the, the Kia boys is what the cops told us. And they just go out and steal Kias. And that's it, because they're so easy to steal. So, but I have a 2022 Kia. It doesn't have that problem. Just say. Oh, you know, my daughter has an older Kia, and they just—they actually just replaced her security system for her. They replaced it. Really? They changed it out for her, and she—I mean, she bought it used, and they changed it out for her because St. Louis is a. So because we're right next to St. Louis, it is a. There is a current challenge going on right now in the St. Louis area, which is steal a Kia. Like that's a that's a popular thing going on right now so kia and st louis have worked together at first they made them uh supply the you know the red bars that you put on the steering wheel kia had to pay for that but now kia is recalling the security system and replacing the security system for people at least in st louis yeah and the if you live in atlanta you cannot get insurance right now if you have one of those kias and it has not been same thing's pretty much happening in St. Louis. Is kids either got to fix it or the companies are not going to cover it, which is crazy because those are affordable affordable vehicles for our young kids. <laughs> so it's tough. A GoPro Unlimited has a question. Do you personally, uh, as, as Recton Recovered or... Adam Brown Adventures or Exploring with Nug uh, have a checklist you go by to decide whether or not to go to a search area? Nope. Uh, I mean, obviously we look if, for, if there's a lot of water nearby. It's kind of the, the main thing. Because um, there's, so, there's so many cases, even people in cars missing. And we'll look at Google Maps, and it's just like there's no ponds. Yeah, there's not a body of water, even a creek for thirty miles. You're like ah. that's that's what we specialize in, so that's what we focus on. But we are, we you know, we we also are trying to branch out and do more woods searching and walking. And no, I don't think any other, I don't think anybody else is really doing that. I mean, it's uh, like yeah, like what you're saying. I mean, not, like a, yeah. Well, like let's say for instance, this one guy that went missing. Uh, we we did a few video searching for him and he essentially he, he went to go fishing and he parked his truck on the side of the road he went back to his fishing hole and there's a security camera and they caught him like he was swimming in the creek and then he gets out of the creek and he walks into the woods and he vanishes and so me and adam went and searched the woods and then i went back by myself and i had like that one x app where I could track my movements, mm -hmm. and I, I did a grid search by myself in the woods just just to see if by chance 
you know, maybe he's committed suicide in, in the woods somewhere, or yeah. he's I watched got... that video. But like, yeah, we're we're trying to do land searches depending on like the story behind it, like missing hikers, motorcycle crashes, you know, like the there's lots of cases where they well, found they found on the side of the road, but they're missing. You know, so like they parked their car, maybe they walked off into the woods to go to the bathroom, got turned around, who knows? But there's, it really depends on the, the, the situation of the missing person. I won't say no to anybody unless it's like, obviously there's nothing we can do that's not already been done. You know? Right. Now, do you have, will you take up like murder cases or? I don't Or is care. that kind of a no-go? I think we do it more so than other people, but I think if it was like a specific case where they were like on the loose, nearby, I, I don't know. I mean, we've done it before. Jackson, you just did one. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, remember that? Remember Travis uh, or Baxter, Tennessee? Remember we was looking for that guy in the pond in the backyard. Oh yeah, I guess I guess we do do it. And I mean, then we we looked around for him. And then you did the girl in Dalton. I, I don't want to say no to a family that needs help, you no. know. It, yeah, that's going to be so hard. If there's right. an element of danger, like, I'll do it, but I'm not going to tell anybody I'm doing it because I want to stay incognito. Right. And then, like, you know, I'll I'll arm myself. But biggest thing is if I'm going to go search for somebody and there's obviously it's, it's a murder and there's there's the murder, the bad guy's on a loose. If I do it, I just will be... You know, I'll just be secretive about it. I'm like, I'm not going to broadcast. I'm going to go search for this missing person. And then the murderer sees my Facebook post and then I get offed, you know, so. Well, we did a case in Pennsylvania where I had the private detective sitting with me with her gun. I had your gun <laughs> and you two were off the other private detective, which a video was never made of this, by the way. So oh, that was the. That was, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I that. That was, that was Jake's. <laughs> Jake's cousin or somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even make a video, did we? There's, no, a, lot, there's a lot of searches we do that, does, yeah, that doesn't... That we don't put videos sense. out. That's another thing, but... Um, yeah, so that that is definitely something. There's a lot, like, every single week you guys are out. So even if there's not a video, it doesn't mean that they're not out looking for someone. Right, or... right. Oh, for sure. I, I want to go live more, but it, the reality is, like, it's pretty exhausting, and by the time you, it's it's hard to uh, think about going live when you're so in the moment of searching. Or, I, my goal on for and recovered though is to do more lives while we're pulling out the car. I actually have a pretty cool uh, setup. I my my dream goal would be able to go like live for eight hours, like just all day. Take take here, take people along with us. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. You need some cameramen for that. You need, you know, that's that's a significant amount of time to go live for sure. Uh, a backpack setup yeah. has like a camera on the thing, so I would just wear that. But I, I think there's some things we have to worry about because you, we might forget we're live, and this guy's a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you guys, do you guys feel a certain amount of pressure to um, act a certain way for the camera? I mean, you don't, you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, or you can skirt around it. But I mean, I can tell you that I think that you're. Don't be on but what you say. Honestly, <laughs> you get what you get, but he does tone down the potty mouth. Sure. Or sometimes. Well, I mean, there's 
there's rules like you can't be f this and f that on on youtube like they'll you know you want to you want to stay pc you can't be telling dirty jokes and all that stuff we try to stay family friendly and yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of comments people appreciate it um i mean i'll slip up and say like innocent bad words and people well, yeah, yeah. I, the power of editing is amazing <laughs> right right adam yeah yeah the power of I, editing but live live, live streams you don't have editing and doing it out in the field it's yeah. hard to have a delay where you could beep an f word or something like that i mean is that is that a little i mean first of all they say the you know people with potty mouths have a tendency to be more trustworthy and honest i'm just throwing that out there but yeah. do you find it a little frustrating that you can't be yourself just a little bit more for the youtube is that is that a little tough I mean, I would prefer to keep keep myself in check a little bit, but like, I'm pretty real. Like, if like I always tell everybody, if you ever meet, if if anybody ever meets me at the, at the gas station, I'm the same way that I'm on camera. I'm just, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm a real guy, just goofing off, having fun. But at the same time, like, I I got a I got a sailor mouth. You know, I, I'm 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 a military person. That would be hawks loogies all the time. Oh yeah, I'm 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 a I'm a dirty man when it comes like sweating and just. Nug, if it makes you feel any better, just recently I had a channel uh, that I follow regularly and love get demonetized for a little bit. It's it's remonetized, so I'm not even going to say it out loud. But there was a temporary time where he was letting everybody just go ham on his, his channel, and I chose to speak freely, and it shocked a lot of people. So. <laughs> Well, they thought, <laughs> they thought he was a good girl and then they're like whoa yeah you know but i never tried to hide anything but i would say when we were when we were vixens we did always try to make it at least family appropriate um but that's that's not who i am as an individual and i can i yeah. can be quite the potty mouth myself i don't know you found some stuff near a bridge a few times that was near the <laughs> if i get really excited i can't control i can't i can't i can't control it I think we've all found. I don't know why. Like I know I, I found one. But I think it was the same bridge. You may have found stuff on two different occasions, or it was near that jail. Are you talking about the toy? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, good. But it was like around this vicinity of this jail or prison, whatever you want to call it. Have you found? Oh you found yeah. yeah. Are you talking a, a toy, uh, like a pleasure yeah. toy, kind of like yeah, what the, you, yeah, you and Angela's toy. found a <laughs> half a dozen times, Rose? By the way, there's four channels out there now. It's not just us. It happens frequently. It is not just us. <laughs> I don't right. know why they make it in the water. Oh, uh, yeah. He found a he found a doll. Well, I was with. <laughs> I wasn't alone with that one. That was a that was a tech Fort Worth. Yeah, I was, was walking a creek. Found a found a whole doll laying there. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> Find a doll. Boy. He looks shocked. He looks surprised. Like, oh. Do you guys, um, you know, we're talking about finding all these weird things in the water. Do you ever kind of miss the searching and cleanup of the dirty stuff or the magnet fishing or the, you guys ever miss the, you know, finding the garbage? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we are, we actually are been talking about, you know, bringing some of those videos back because we're always out anyways. 
So like, well, while we're out here searching, you know, like we can always spend a day. We, we sometimes we come across spots that look like great spots to dive, and we just we can't make the time for it. So like, maybe we take another day, just make a couple of videos, actually just having fun, you know, and, and just diving for goodies. We occasionally still, you know, walk canals, and I think it all comes down to time for us because we're 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 trying to not be away from our families for as little, you know. As much as possible, as little as possible. Um, so, but like canal walking is pretty easy. We can do quickly and make a video. I think the diving, it just takes so much more time when we're, our main goal is to try to help find these missing people and search. So it's, uh, we want to do it. It's just, yeah. there's not enough time in the day and the week to do everything we want. Speaking <laughs> of time, <laughs> I get on my Save in the Cabin channel about you not being here to help us. He lives four hours away, and people think, oh, well, Jeremy needed help getting that beam across the yard. <laughs> what they didn't see, there was the truck bed camper was up on its stilts, and he was having to drag a 300-pound beam underneath the camper. I have disc issues. There, yeah, he did. Uh, there was no Just way I was going to. <laughs> right. uh, so we came up with the idea of putting it on the hand truck, and of course, everyone called you a genius. Right, that was her idea. I love it. <laughs> Good call. Thanks for thanks for giving that away. Like, thanks for letting us know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, people are like, "Well, why didn't you have Adam put, help put it up?" I'm like, he's not going to drive four hours to unload the truck. Like, he don't live next door. Yeah, you know what though? You're, you these guys watching videos and stuff like that. They don't see the behind the scenes. You know, all they see is you guys together, and and they think it is as simple as you guys being together. For sure, because we get that even now today. And Angela and I don't make videos to get get together anymore. But tons of comments like, "Why don't you have Angela with you?" She lives just one city away from me, but we have different lives. We're two different people. We got two different things going Stuff on. Stuff happens, so, right? Yeah, that's right. And I'll get slack, or he'll get slack, even of Jeremy should be helping you with this. Well, if Jeremy's not looking for missing people, um, he's editing, and that's a big full-time cycle For i mean sure. adam's traveling too it literally consumes their time oh i, I could gonna be imagine that's gonna be tough to hear that uh annie p wants to know adam how are carrie and honey doing uh carrie and honey are doing great carrie's my wife honey's my dog um if you couldn't tell yeah <laughs> oh she is my honey too <laughs> oh we're doing good um Staying busy. Yeah. They made it through their first year. Yes. It's been <laughs> a year. There could be bigger things we're trying to do to catch my drift, but. Uh, right. You mean. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not, not, nothing's, not happened, nothing's happened yet, but we're, we're, we're working on some things. Growing the clan. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe growing maybe the family a little bit. Right on. So what, like? Candace, I'm sorry. So we, you know, I, we brought it up a little bit and I don't, I don't want to go too long into it. I know we're getting close to end time here, but, um, and I know you have other things going on with the homestead, but do you have any intention of bringing back cat toy videos? Yes, but we have to be living in our cabin before I can do that. One, do you guys have a time frame for that, by the way? Do you, you know, a goal? Uh, last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next biggest thing, we have to run a new water line 
into the cabin. All the PVC pipe is 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 brittle and falling apart. Yeah, you can crush it with your hand. So we get water, and then we can really start making things happen. And right. right now we just and we got the roof, so it's dry. But without water, you know, we can't we can't we can't poo, we can't shower, can't, can't do have a bath, can't do laundry. So like we're kind of stuck out here until we get water in that thing. But okay, how are the kids handling it? Huh? How are the kids handling it? They're cool. They like it in here. They like they're camping. Little... Camping all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, they have like a zip line, uh, a Ninja Warrior chorus outside. There's... There are kinds of stuff to play with. Yeah. But at, at the end of the day, they're inside on their iPads. So, I mean... <laughs> right. That's Listen, I mean, it's better. Honestly, if you can get them outside for 10 minutes, it's better than most of us, so... Yeah. Well, our son's deathly afraid of anything that flies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh if it's warm he won't go outside because he knows that's when bugs come out well illinois is about to have a uh, a double batch of the cicadas it's a, a 17 year i wish jp was here this 17 year and a seven year i think we're about to get clobbered with cicadas my daughter will not leave the house she won't do it she's not going to that is the best i remember that happened when i was a teenager um, up in Dalton, and uh, all the fish like Dalton, Georgia. Yeah, all the fish from the bottom of the rivers would come to the top to eat these things, and so it was just a free for all fishing. It was great. Seems like Noisy. we have cicadas every year. Um, full of gold, Caleb from Down Under. Um, have you ever found it? something interesting that is not related to a search before and if so what i'm sure okay. they have caleb well we pulled out some cars in chattanooga and while we was there the water was really clear and we started noticing that there was lots of uh oddball stuff laying around so like well let's just dive you know have it over the why well, yeah i ended up finding a, a samurai sword too wow <laughs> Yeah, the Holy same. Cow. And you and, uh, you found some witch jars and stuff before too, right? All right, we've all found those. It's just it's just part of the Wiccan so. part of the ritual, and it goes back to Celtic. You know, they they throw stuff in the oh, yeah. water. I had the whole Wiccan community like raining down on me on tiktok like oh goodness i posted a video of me opening one of the bottles and dumping it out and it had needles and hot sauce and all kinds of other nasty stuff in it and i posted that video and it went viral on tiktok but it went viral in witch talk is what they call it <laughs> weirdos were making like videos like telling me i'm doomed and i'm a dead man and they're casting spells on me, and I'm just like, wow. like, like this is funny, and like That's it went not off very kind for witches, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, I was laughing. I, I, I kind of instigated. I was, I was, I was poking at them all. I was like, ah, you ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Annie P says those false teeth were awesome. Oh, those are great. I still got those. Like they're they're super old. That's weird. <laughs> Actually, I I have some stuff from your river find 
when you were just going in the river and stuff. Some bullets. I have my aluminum nug thing you poured still. Um, all kinds of stuff. You sent me a pretty good sized box, Jeremy. Take all the aluminum stuff. Like I remember I found an old aluminum vacuum in the river and I took it home and smashed it and melted it down. Well, that is one thing we I, I want we're, we're trying to come up with cool ideas, stuff to give away or sell to help raise more money. And like on one episode of Wrecking Recovered, I listed a one of the, the car parts, I think the emblem on eBay to try to auction it off to raise money. And uh it, it did okay, but then something happened and they never paid. So I, I don't I don't think it's a perfect right. system. Good idea. Oh, he was the winning bidder, but he never paid you. Somebody was. Did you give him the red check? Well, it was, I don't know who it was, uh, but I never got money, so it was kind of like I, I want to. I'd love to like list yep. car parts or get the aluminum or whatever the, the metals, and we do something with it, like oh, a car. You know, melt I, it down I thought that it. was a good idea what you did, Jeremy, when you made those like medallions out of aluminum scrap that you would collect. Um, our, yeah, our buddy Jeff Smith's in here now. Do you have any of those, Jeff? I do. <laughs> yeah, I made a handful of them. Definitely limited edition. Yes. <laughs> it, it's out in my shed on the wall. On my shelf. Good. With a bunch of other collectible stuff. I should make him a sign. Okay. Like the wood signs that we have for our, all our channels. Oh, yeah. With the laser cutter. Yeah, Candace is into the uh, wood laser burning stuff, too. So oh, she's like, cool. Awesome. Logo into the into sure, some wood. Whenever you want, Candace. I'd love it. You know, I, I'm still at the same place where you sent the catnip for, <laughs> for Lucky. <laughs> yep. Oh, and, and I'm not having no flashbacks this year, Candace, but I am going camping on my birthday. And if you're up in central Ohio in September, you're more than welcome to join me. And if you two come up, you and your family, I will even pay for your spot. I'm just, I'm just letting people know where I'm going to be on my birthday weekend. And um, I don't know if it's going to be the weekend after my birthday yet or the weekend before my birthday. Uh, but I will. And it's going to be at my friend's campground in Butler, Ohio. And it's where, Wonderful campground. It's where we had the last flash bash. And um, uh, I'm telling everybody, I'm not having an outing. I'm just going to be there. And if you want to join me, you're more than welcome. Uh, you just have to make your own deal with the owner of the campground. But I'll take care of you. And Jeremy, if you come up, Candace, with the kiddos and stuff. Because I know you brought it up to me before about Flash Bash. I know. I had it on our calendar and everything for last year. I know. I'm sorry. 
It's been a tough couple of years, man. It's been a tough couple of years for everybody. But, you know, with that being said, I know, Ed, I know you're not doing Flash Bash, but there is another festival right before that time frame called Freedom Fest that's going on this year, too. And I can tell you that um, Jeremy and Candace and Adam, if you guys wanted to make your way there, I personally would, I would cover tickets, too, to see you guys there. So, you know, that's in Central or Southern Indiana at cottonwood trails gold camp that's uh that's may 17th through the 19th this uh 2024 yeah can do veterans birthday weekend right that's uh, yeah so it's can do veteran and grease monkey together at cottonwood um gold camp they're working together on it but it's a it's going to be a pretty epic event i mean there are going to be a significant amount of youtube channels there True, and I think everybody true. would just go a little bit crazy if you guys showed up. Candace, I'd be a, a little bit of a fangirl. I'm just saying a little bit of one. All right. But you guys are welcome if you'd like to join. I don't think we would be able to do that one in May just because true. it's the week before the last week of school. Oh, oh yeah. yeah it'd mm -hmm. probably be, I don't know what we're doing, but. Yeah, they may be able to. There's a chance, me and Jeremy, might, it really depends where we're at. I don't know if we go to, we haven't gone to Ohio. Uh, we haven't gone to Ohio yet. Yes, yeah. uh, well, this is Indiana. 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 Yeah, Freedom Fest is in Southern Indiana. That's right. At a really nice gold camp. Jim and his wife are fixing it up more and more each year. That's right. There's decent color there and uh, <laughs> garnets and fossils and Amen. I like fossil hunting. <laughs> yeah, nice I, honestly, I, I seldomly look for the gold. I, I, I like to say uh, I do something called trolloping, where I just trollop around all day long. But I do make it to the creek, and I do look for the fossils or gemstones and stuff like that. But I'm not much of a gold hunter myself. I just enjoy the gold community, for sure. Great people. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. If you guys ever make it down this way to, like, Dahlonega to do the Georgia gold mining, we're not far from there just saying and our property is on the very edge of what was the uh gold prospecting like when they gave the land lottery away they had like the gold section we are the, the cutoff of the gold section but the gold vein actually runs through this area all right now are you like towards cleveland or another direction uh from dahlonega we are to the west Okay, I believe Cleveland's northeast from Dahlonega. So you're to the west of Dahlonega? Beautiful area. Beautiful area. It is. We were kind of the beginning of the mountain chains here, so. I'm such a dumbass. Uh, one, one day, I've been telling Jeremy for years, one day he'll be fanning out a crack looking for sunglasses or whatever if he ever does that anymore anyway and he'll see a nice nugget in a crack and then he'll be hooked he'll never notice well the problem is the water <laughs> every rock is yellow no, and <laughs> one of the very first ones, he puts his camera down and he's fanning and there's an arrowhead in front of the camera. 
Never <laughs> saw it. Oh man, Jeremy. Not, he, he's looking for tried, so he's don't, looking don't, for don't other trash that. instead of native artifacts and gold. I found a spearhead. So that was pretty cool. No, that that that'd be a great find. I didn't put that in a video though. I was like, oh, that's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I, I kind of do the same thing. Yeah, I don't want anybody to know when I found it. I was like, I ain't giving it back. It's mine. <laughs> You're talking about witch talk getting mad at you. Somebody's going to get mad at you if you do it. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably the government. <laughs> Shh, we don't talk about them. Uh... <laughs> no, that's the funny thing is coming up this month, March, um, I'm doing a chaperoning a field trip and we're going up to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm, nice. Um and boat ride right over the area where they dove a lot and uh magnet fished and then i got the letter saying that you guys couldn't take anything out of the water there oh yeah <laughs> I didn't take anything. we never did that no nope. yeah, apparently <laughs> tennessee and i they sent me the cases uh reference um Tennessee will prosecute divers for removing even a plastic water bottle. Wow. Because it's an artifact. That's stupid. Flipping Tennessee for you. I'm surprised we all didn't get hauled away, though, when we were in Nashville. <laughs> I think it's a little different. Not far from the downtown, there is a hand dug out Indian canoe. Um, that is in the water that they know about and people keep trying to take it. <laughs> Somebody just needs to take that stinky canoe so you guys can get on with your lives, you know? Right, right. Um, NEP. NEP has a question. Jeremy, did you ever go back to find the treasure bag you lost in the river a few years ago? Brent found it, right? Yeah, Britton actually went and dove that spot and found it and brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> so I never I never found it, but yeah, he found it. it but did Britt give it back to you? Yeah. He oh, brought it back. That's cool. We, or but he left it uh he left it by my mailbox. <laughs> Not something you expect <laughs> to find it. No, but it was cool. Oh, Mr. Depth of History. Who runs the Tennessee government? Well, in Tennessee, it's the Tennessee Valley Water Authority. TWA or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that... Let yeah, they're hard asses when it comes to relic hunting. They'll, they'll lock you up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, they follow the rule that you have to use a grid pattern to do any type of archaeological dig. But technically, you can't use a grid pattern underneath the water. Therefore, water is off limits. Okay. I still okay. Well, there's ways grid off the water. <laughs> you know, scuba divers do it all the time on underwater archaeology and like well, Mel Fisher when he was doing the Antosha attic grid off. Well, you have to be able to lay a grid pattern down and cut straight down so you know exactly which square pieces come out of. Right. But water flowing, things flow into it, therefore things mix. True. True. Sorry. 
an archaeologist and I went on digs. So nerd. They just dug on it. They just want it all for them, I think. It's amazing. They just, uh, so instead of preserving history and saving history and almost any means, they just would rather have it right away. And they want to call a water bottle a modern artifact. It's amazing how much out there. No, artists, I keep trying to tell Jeremy to snipe and find some of that Georgian nuggets, but not yet. Not yet. It's got to be hard. Listen, it's got to be hard trying to, I mean, starting with trash recovery or trying to find body recovery, you know, any of those things. It's got to be hard to add anything onto the list. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, honestly, I mean, I, I like to go out and do like, you know, fossil hunting and relic hunting. I, like, I still like have a, a passion for that. But uh, like besides the fact we can't find any time, uh, I always want to film everything. And I kind of I have to stick with my brand because like right. you put a video in on now of fossil hunting. And it doesn't really make sense, and nobody watches it. <laughs> so it's YouTube, kind of... is, YouTube is unforgiving when it comes to being able to pursue your passions. Uh, oh, that, like... That's true. And now your niche has changed drastically from when, here I am again, bringing you up. Uh, Smith's Gold, were your ears burning at baseball earlier or basketball? Because I've been talking a lot about you tonight. Um Shoot, forgot where I was gonna go with that. Getting old sucks, Rose. Beep. The blonde mowing. You're not getting old. You're just a blonde, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, blonde moments are happening more often, sis. <laughs> are you gonna donate your hair soon? I, I'm getting very sick of it. I'm getting very sick of it, but winter has to be totally done through, <laughs> done, done, before I cut these locks again, Rose, but I'm planning on it. So that was Candace asking you. Oh, sorry, Candace. Um, yeah, before, I'll, I'll be cutting them before too long, but... Uh, winter has to be totally done before I do. Totally done. So, sometime in April, May, I'm, I'm definitely at length where I can. It has to be a minimum of 11 inches to donate it to Wigs for Kids. So. Looks about long enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting sick of it. Sick. I don't know how you ladies do it. I, I you know what? That's <laughs> so funny. I just cut all my hair off and I feel awful without it. I wish I had it all back and I regret it, even though it's making my hair healthier. I want it all back. Yeah, you had such beautiful dark hair too, Rose. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate that. I was trying to 
trying to take care of it and and I had to start from a certain length and now I just hate how short it is. Well, just shave it bald and see what happens. Oh no. No, no. No. How free it would be. Crew cut. Uh-oh. Maybe we can do a maybe we can do a shave our head uh for charities. I'm kidding. You guys go to town. You guys go to town or do it. We got any broken. Oh, uh, well, Jeremy, Adam, last but not least, Candace. Thank you, Candace, for joining the boys tonight. Rose and I were really hoping you would. We were. We were really hoping to see you, girl. We were. We were talking about it last week, and so glad you were able to be here. Uh, Adam, thanks for being here, and uh, Jeremy, again, um, I appreciate it, along with all of you out there, I gotta find next month's roster, let me see, uh, we're having a problem, there is no Open Line Tuesday next week. We're having Chris Undertaker uh, join us. You've probably seen him on TikTok and YouTube. He does quite a bit of shorts, but he's been out with Pioneer Polly on some videos and stuff. And uh, he'll be shipping to the land down under. He's being stationed in Australia and he'll be leaving in April. So this month in March and April, though, oh, I guess I do have an open line Tuesday in April, but no open line Tuesday in March. Uh, we'll be having Chris Undertaker uh, join us. Uh, he's a Southern California desert prospector. So he, he has kind of a cool attitude. Check him out. I'm sure you'd enjoy his videos. Rose, thank you for being my guest co-host tonight. I'm so grateful I got to be here. Thanks, Ed, for the invite. And thank you guys for letting me be here as well. Adam, Jeremy, Candice, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Dog is going crazy. Uh, She's haven't forgot Thanks. it, Terry. I've just been working extremely a lot and haven't been able to get to the post office before they close. But they're in my truck. One for Terry, one for Brad Welsh, and I have one more for someone else. But they're in my truck. I need to make a point to get to the post office. Uh, but uh, they'll be going out. Um, where am I? Where am I? I'm stuck for the moment. <laughs> the curses of live broadcasting. Again, thank you very much, Adam, Jeremy, and Candace. Rose, yeah. thank all of you out there for joining us tonight. I hope to see you next week. When we have Chris Undertaking joining us, I believe one of his boys will be with us too, um, but that remains to be seen. Until next time, may you always have a flash in your pan.
You know what he's going to say next. That's right, Rose, because it does happen. I've even met all these guys on the river before. And maybe one day, too, it will happen with you. Uh, but for right now, it's that time. I think we're out of here, sis. What about you? <clears throat> I'll wait. Terry Marshall, thank you for the second super chat tonight. My brother from down under, greatly appreciate it. Uh, so until next week, love you all. But I think we're out of here. Thanks, Terry, JP. It does happen, right, brother? John. Brad, both Brad, Mike, all of you, thank Five, you. Four, three, two, one. <laughs>